2: This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Zinzak.
1: What's new? New noise. That's what's new. Welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my main man right here, the newscaster of Metal Chris Sinzak. How's it going, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back here recording again. We've been on a roll, having a lot of fun. Last week was a blast.
0: Yeah, that that was a
1: great episode with Troy Lucetta from Tesla. So today, you know, after something big like that, we're going to something else that people always seem to really dig, and that's the new noise. And if you don't know, that's just basically Chris playing rock and roll newscaster for us, and he's going to tell us about some news and some big happenings going on in our world of rock and metal. Yeah. You think this episode's going to be a little kiss-centric? Well,
0: it, it kind of can't
1: be avoided at this point. No, right? it definitely can't. So before we get on to all that craziness, let's take care of our business. And what we like to do is read our Facebook recommendations, iTunes reviews, and Podchaser reviews. Is Podchaser a thing? Is that still going on? It's
0: still going on, but we've been stuck at a certain amount of reviews, so we need huh. more.
1: Podchaser.com, look up Decibel Geek and leave a damn yeah, review. I'm starting to get a little worried for Podchaser. It's like, where have they been? Well, it's people aren't leaving reviews there you can do that All right, but we do have a couple of great ones recommendations and reviews let's start with iTunes goes a little something like this 55 and I still listen to rock and metal thank you thank you for the best rock slash metal podcast I've heard in a long time I learn something about the music I love every time I listen again thank you that's five star Apple review comes to us from Mike with some numbers behind it he's right here in the (laughs) USA good one man yeah I like it thanks very much And then, let's see. Oh, yeah, we do have a Facebook recommendation here, and it is from Lou Mavs. He recommends the Decibel Geek Podcast, and here's the reason why. Decibel Geek Podcasts are one of the few podcasts I listen to due to the quality of the hosts and the original content they release on a weekly basis. Aaron and Chris are two fans who have incredible knowledge, love, and respect for the subject matter they discuss, and it shows. I enjoy listening to them at my leisure when driving to and from work, and I'm very grateful for the music they've discussed on the show including making me revisit Dio Strange Highways LP. Mm. Hey, we're doing our job. Keep up the great work, guys. I am forever grateful for Decibel Geek Podcast. Lou Mavs. Thank you, Lou. Right there. Awesome recommendation.
0: He knows what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, he does. I like that a lot.
0: Awesome. Other uh, favorite people, Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter. Last week's Albums Unleashed, Tesla Mechanical Resonance with Troy Lucchetta.
1: That was awesome. Awesome. I can't even express <clears throat> to the listeners. I'm sure the listeners can yeah. can hear it through the podcast how much fun we had and I how am. great it was to hang out and hear these stories from Troy but, man, it was something else. It was great
0: and had so much great feedback. Thank you all for the kind words yes. you, you've shared with us on it. It just seemed like it took a lot of people back to their childhood when they heard the totally, album. Totally, yeah. So you're very happy for that. Geeks, us too. Geeks of the Week this week are Dave Shirt, Andrew Jacobs, Baco, Matt Ashcraft, Scott Cooper, Pam Shuey, Anthony Britt, Otto Erling gregerson Jody Cook, Ross Fiker, Joe Royland. Sit-and-Spin with Joe, Simon Cat, David Cathy, Joseph Capone, Jay Shabluski, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Sean Cullen, Clint Francis, Craig Cohen, Greg McGlone, Shane Aber, Todd Cunningham, Shay Hargett, Bill Elam, Derek Labo, Ray Coon, Matt Porter, Steve Wright, Kevin Williams, Aaron Baker, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Denver D. Serrano, James West, Rodney Dixon, Kenneth Roy, Despicable Geek TV, Andy Lafon, Rob Webb, Mike Parnell, Growing Up Rock, Rodney Barrington, Sean Franklin, Pep Pep, Christopher Stokes, Shane Aber, Daniel Lee, Bipolar Billy, Armando Cerna, Eladio, Focus on Metal, and, of course, the, the Mooger, Mooger Fooger.
1: Fooger. Yeah, those are our people, our Geeks of the Week. They shared last week's episode, and if you want to become an honorary Geek of the Week and hear your name included <clears throat> on this prestigious list, all you got to do is share and retweet this week's episode, New Noise. Yes. You ready to get into it?
0: Yeah, these are uh, we like doing these because basically we get to kind of kick back and just share our thoughts on stuff. Uh-huh.
1: And, uh huh. And boy, uh, we're just a couple of rock fans, what you know. We, what do we start with on this? I guess start at the top, right? Start with Kiss. Kiss is back, man. They yeah. played Vancouver the other night. Yep, new show. Yeah, humongous man. stage show. Um, I got to see the video of Detroit Rock City. You know mm-hmm. the opening song. Holy shit! You know yeah. what a stage. It's a, yeah. It,
0: I mean it's pretty impressive. I I got definitely have to give the band credit
1: for doing something different this time. Well, they come riding down on the These things, pods. and then they step <laughs> off the pods, and then the pods go back up mm-hmm. and become part of the video display. Yeah, amazing. It, it's pretty
0: cool. I, I was you know it kind of reminds me a tad bit of the Metallica show I saw recently. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it's got the things that drop. Yeah up and down right
0: a lot of like hydraulic lifts on video screens and stuff and Uh, um,
1: we talked about that on uh torpedo dudes a couple of weeks ago about you know a lot of moving parts yeah boy were they right
0: they were yeah that's pretty impressive stage show i've been pretty wowed by what i've seen so far on youtube from it sam
1: the serpent and sam that's
0: my favorite thing that's got brought back was sam the serpent yeah that's so cool and uh a guy named david tognoli p who uh does kiss replica costumes he also built Jean's costume for this tour He's the one who put that together. And I, I read online that he they, he had like eight days' notice to put that whole thing together. Wow. So he rebuilt Sam the Serpent.
1: See, when the end of the road tour is over, that guy can just keep making them. I'd like to have a couple of those to have up on my front porch on the patio, right? How cool would those be in front of your house? What would your wife say to that? Too late. They're already put into place. Right. <laughs> Just need a couple of the Peter Chris cats on there too. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I'm happy to see that. Uh, I guess my only real gripe is I was hoping for the real lighted kiss logo to return.
1: Yeah, because at first when that video came up, I said, "Awesome, it's back!" And yeah. then I realized it's not. Ah. It's part of the screen. But for a second there, I thought they yeah. brought back the real but sign. They to give credit, they uh, it looks like they
0: have definitely mixed it up on what's showing on the video screens. It's it's a lot different.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: I'm uh, I'm into it.
1: But uh, it's that's- cool, man. You you can always count on Kiss when they're gonna when they come out and say this stage is gonna blow your mind. You know they're not joking, no, and they, when they're they saying we're gonna show the rest of these bands that have been doing kind of these things mm-hmm. how it's really done. What a true you know musical experience. What an extravaganza should be. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's Kiss. That's what they've always been. You know, and yeah, David, they're backing it up. And there's a.
0: Paul Stanley's thing for Love Gun, he flies out to the back of the arena, and the, like it's a bridge that goes all the way across the back of the arena, and yeah. there's like a plexiglass star that he stands on. Oh, cool. And does Love Gun, and I think it goes up and down and shoots lasers, so... Between that and then also the cherry pickers near the end of the show that Gene and Tommy get on, they actually hover
1: out all the way over the crowd to the back of the arena. Oh, wow. So we'll actually get to see some we of this stuff up close. Them. I know. Yeah, we're we're going to be up in the nosebleed seats, but we'll be t- high five in Gene Simmons. Well, and
0: with the scale of what I've seen on video for the show, I'm kind of glad we're going to be in the back because you're going to get a whole uh, like a full vantage point of yeah. everything. It's almost one of those where you don't want to be too close to the stage. No,
1: you don't want third-degree burns. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of, of pirates. Py- there's like sideways fire shooting out of the drum riser at certain Pretty parts. Cool. And like um, fireworks going off that are in the different Kiss colors too. I saw that on right on. on Rock and Roll All Night at the finale.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you got to see the whole video yeah, if, now, right? Yeah, if you go
0: on YouTube, somebody filmed it from the front row. Like they filmed the entire Vancouver show and it's like high def and everything. Nice. It's really nice. It's really cool. I got to like, check that out. One of the better bootlegs I've ever seen. It's exciting. So that's the exciting good news with Kiss. So
1: let's dive into the negativity now. <laughs> so. What about the, uh, the set list? <laughs> About what you would expect. That's kind of what I was um, thinking, too. You know, i seen that uh, Hide Your Hearts in there. Yeah, I didn't that's not e- cool. I didn't really expect that to be. No, I had a feeling. They've done that on the last few tours, yeah. so
0: I kind of figured they were going to do that one. But not, not nothing really surprising. Um,
1: Eric Singer singing Beth, right?
0: With a piano, too. Oh, wow. Apparently he comes out and plays the piano and sings it. Yeah, that's
1: pretty cool. That's different. But yeah, because the, the, he's wanted to do that for a yeah, long time, I'm,
0: right? But like, I, there's all this online debate about you know is Eric really playing and all this, and is it a, <laughs> <you don't know. laughs>
1: See, that's yeah. you, that's the can of worms you open when like yeah. you say, okay, you know, Paul's some of Paul's vocals are going to be recorded.
0: Oh uh, no, not some.
2: <laughs> is it all? Not all.
1: I mean, it, it it looks pretty obvious to me. Yeah.
0: And if you listen to. The uh, Kiss Cruise performance, like the vocal track, it's the same vocal track. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I I'm pretty confident that Paul's lip syncing on the whole show.
1: See, and that's what where that comes from, then because if there's that, then what else is going <clears> on? Yeah, well, you know, you always got to wonder is who else's vocals are recorded. You know, well, and, there's even an instance now where Gene does it in the
0: show. It looks like because at the end of War Machine, you know, at the last few lines he's on, because I'm a War Machine, uh-huh. and at the very last one time he says that. At Vancouver, he turns away to go get the sword, and you hear his voice coming through the speakers. Magic, yeah. He can
1: throw demonic magic. He can magic. throw his voice. <laughs> but, uh, I suppose. Hey, hey, wait a minute! You're recording your voice. Why, why can't I record mine too? Th- hey, if we're pre-recording our vocals, you know what that means? Fits like a glove is back oh, in the itch. set list, baby. Paul cool. Stanley's like, no fucking way. Right. <laughs>
0: But then that makes you wonder, like, what's the motivation for that? Is it Paul saying, well, I have to do it, therefore you have to do it? I don't know.
1: I wouldn't say you have to. I I would think it's probably the other way around. If you get to do it, I should get to do it, too, because I want to sound great. But Gene
0: doesn't sound bad. Gene's always been hugely against lip syncing. Yeah. He used to come out in interviews and bag on people for doing it. But that was the thing to do back then. Well, not that, it wasn't that far, that long ago. Yeah. Like, just a few years ago he was saying that.
1: Yeah, how things
0: And he change, was making cracks against Paul during his Australian solo tour. You know, I almost think he is against it, but, like, I think he just had to get on board
1: to keep the peace, maybe. Huh.
0: Just just speculation, it's I don't like know It's like when you're
1: doing something bad, when you're a kid and you're smoking a joint and your friend's sitting there, and you go, like, you gotta hit it too now. Right. You know, well, I don't want to. You have to. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to die alone.
1: Huh. I don't know. Uh, It's interesting, but. I mean, I'm not totally against it because at least, I mean, what's the alternative? You know, you got Paul Stanley up there killing himself night after night and wrecking his voice and not sounding great. You know, I'd rather see people. So you got to figure there's probably a lot of people that are seeing Kiss for the first time on this tour. Young people, Yeah. you know, and so you want Kiss to be well represented. So, you know, I'm not against it. I want well, Kiss to sound good. I want the legacy to live on. I want young people that are going to see Kiss the first time to get to see Kiss and have a great experience and not go, I seen Kiss once. Their show was amazing. But man, they couldn't sing for shit. Right. You don't want that. Here's my view.
0: I think it's one of those things where you know, and I've been very uh, very open about this for the last few years is that I think they honestly should have hung it up a few years ago as far as touring goes. That just because, you know, once from 2009 on, it's just been a steady decline in Paul's voice. And it's one of those things where he just keeps doing it, and and it doesn't look good. But it's also one of those things like, okay, well, not doing the tour is not going to be an option. They've made their right. decision on that. And they got to do it. So as a fan, what would you rather hear? Would you rather hear him mime to tracks that sound at least halfway decent or hear him croak through the entire set if you're going to go? Obviously, there's people that are choosing not to go see this tour, and that's fine. I All respect
1: right. that. But, Even you're going. I
0: know. I feel like such <laughs> After a bad You said you wouldn't.
1: I I got you cannot so, debu- deny
0: so, the power of kids. Yeah, I got so much pressure from people that, oh, uh, you have to go. Yeah, I'm going. You have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're going for 25 bucks. Come right, on. true. But uh, it,
1: it wasn't that but we'll much. Get, but we'll get to High Five Tommy things. But it's
0: one of those things where it's like, if it is really is the last time they play here, it's like, I'm, it's one of those things where I know if I don't go, I'm probably going to regret it. Right. So, fuck it, I'll just go. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We don't you know so Not there's a party tonight. There was no retirement option
1: there. So No cuz they could have just petered away after Monster, you know, yeah. and how great would that have been? Whatever happened to Kiss? They didn't go out in a blaze of glory. They you know, came out with one last album. It didn't really sell all that great mm-hmm. and they just kind of petered away. We wouldn't want that either. That how can that be the end of the legacy?
0: Well, I was uh in my office and finishing watching the Vancouver show and uh my wife came in and we're watching, you know, how YouTube will just sort of roll into different videos after yeah. you finish it. Well, it rolled into them doing Detroit Rock City on Letterman a few years ago. Yeah. And Paul's doing a real live vocal on that one. And we're listening. We look at each other and like, maybe tracks are a better option because he sounded so bad. Right. It's just
1: like this is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. You know? That's the thing about it. You yeah. know, it's not – we're not making fun of Paul Stanley by no means. You know, no, we're, no. We're such big fans that it, it's a thing. You know, you talk about it. You wonder, you know, and what can you do? You know, and you want Kiss, like I said, to go out in a blaze of glory, and that's exactly what they're doing with the, the End of the Road Tour. And, you know, if that's truly the end, then – you know well, that's great. You know that's the the stage show is freaking amazing. They threw a couple of oddballs in mm-hmm. the set list. You know they got to play. We we've discussed it a million times. Yeah. The Kiss set list. We everybody could come up with their own. Sure. You know that would be perfect for them. You know, but again, Kiss wants to go out there. They want to play the hits. Mm-hmm. They want to leave that leg lasting legacy on the next generation yeah. of fans. That. Because think about it, Little kids, that parents are bringing their kids to this show because they were fans of KISS. And they want, they say, this is the end. If I don't take my kid to see KISS, they're going to grow up not knowing mm-hmm. what it was. And these kids are going to go see this and be completely blown away. They're never going to forget it. You know, you, same with us. You know, yeah. we were kids. You got exposed to KISS. It became a part of you. All these years later, we've never forgotten it. As a matter of fact, you know, here we are talking about KISS today. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be the same for these kids. That's a legacy you can pass on, just like we did with our kids, just like people are doing now with their kids with their last chance to do it. These young kids got to see KISS in all their might and majesty right. so that they can tell their kids about KISS 20 years from now.
0: And that's that's kind of echoes what our friend Todd Zilla said on one of my friend's posts, um you know that him and my friend and some other people were including craig smith who i know you're listening to this because craig's really pissed off about how they're going about the lip-syncing thing and yeah. i get that um but todd did make an interesting point he said you know he went to a private event here in nashville a few few years ago and um dolly parton was performing at it yeah and he's friendly with some of dolly's people like it's her management so he's standing there watching next to the manager and she, he notices that she's lip syncing and uh, and he's kind of like, what? he's like, dude, why why is she lip syncing? This isn't cool. yeah And the guy just looked and he's like, Todd, she's pushing 70 right and, and he said it kind of hit him and he said, as he's gotten older, he really you know, Todd's a musician himself. Todd's like, I'm a failed musician. I never really amounted to much, but I can't see myself stopping performing. It's right. just it's, it's it's woven into your DNA. And also you have to look at the fact, like you said, there's a whole generation of Kiss fans who still want Paul to go up on stage and do this, so it's it's like one of those horrible decisions of I still want to do this. All these people still want me to do this, and they want to come see me in an arena.
1: But can I deliver the? But good? I can't
0: deliver the goods. So it's one of those things where you have to make that choice. And Todd's like, it's just saying retire. That's a lot. That's easier said than done. If sure. you're just a fan, it's much harder. If you're the performer having to make that decision. So I, I kind of. It did make sense to me, and I've softened my stance a tad on that because of that. Because it's like, well, you gotta put yourself in his shoes. Yeah, I know Kiss is all about making money and everything, but I don't think Paul would be continuing doing this unless he just felt like he still had to perform. Right. So you gotta view it that way. And also, like I've said in the past, the man's given me numerous decades of of great singing and great music. He doesn't owe me a damn thing. He can know. do what he wants.
1: I watched uh, Animalize live uncensored for the first time in a long time, yeah. completely like a week ago. And I watching it and listening to Paul and going, "Yeah, that's why he sounds the way he does today because yeah. he sacrificed himself for the '80s, you know, oh, to, yeah. to kick so much ass and sing those massive notes yeah. that you know are he unbelievable. Probably
0: too hard in those days.
1: And you yeah. know, it's like, how can you not, you know, understand that? And so. In that respect, say thank you, Paul Stanley, because mm-hmm. we know that you guys, have, as kick-ass rock stars, are probably totally in your hearts against lip-syncing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for pulling back your pride mm-hmm. in order to deliver the show that the people buying the tickets deserve. But, <laughs> and there's always a but. It's the
0: devil. He's an advocate. Well, it's one of those things. It's... um. <sighs> The, the thing is, I think a lot of fans would go easier on him if he wasn't making such a mockery out of this because he's talking in interviews like he's not doing it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to sound great this whole tour. And we've sound the best we've ever sound. And it's like this is one of those things where elevating everything big in the press is going to – is backfiring on him. Right. Because people are catching all these instances of him lip syncing. So are interview, like, interviewers him.
1: asking him, are you lip syncing? No
0: nobody's had the balls to ask him that uh-huh. but they're saying you know how do you feel about the tour oh I'm gonna sound great my vocals are awesome and it's like yeah don't say
1: that you just say we're you yeah. know we're firing on all cylinders yeah, just, we're, we're yeah. out to deliver the show yeah, of say, all we have great shows show. you know we're, we're kiss of course we're but, gonna be the best but don't go in there being like yeah I know for 100% that I'm gonna sound good that's what he said because I recorded the vocals three months ago right. and, and I've listened to them a bunch of times and I sound awesome
0: that's essentially what he's saying just without the I record right. <laughs> but it's like it's one of those things where you know you kind of make yourself look like an asshole when you right. do that when you say
1: stuff like that That, and pointing things out
0: and also Paul's disparaging remarks about other members of the band over the years and how Peter can't play anymore and and, you know I'm not going to get on a stage with somebody who can't do their job and, and like well what are you doing now it's like it's one of those like well karma's biting you in the ass right now right so it's like I'm you know I appreciate that they're still doing a great show and everything but there is valid arguments there. It's like, well, you're kind of making yourself look like a dick.
1: Right. When they're saying, you know, Ace and Pete can't play.
0: Yeah. Well, what are you doing?
1: Well, yeah, you're – but you're doing that, so yeah. that's kind of hypocritical to it's say that. It's very
0: hypocritical. Very. Yeah. So, and like, this is what I like about our show, though, is we're able to express our – well, we're, I'm never going to stop loving Kiss. No way. That will never change. Right. Right. But I will call them out when I see shenanigans being pulled. I mean it it's just it, it's something if it's something you love, it's like having a best friend who's going off the rails. You love them but you're gonna say, Hey, you're fucking up.
1: Right. You know, yeah. it's
0: it's it's what it should be about. But you know, we'll see how the tour goes on. But you know, people are, of course, picking out. Oh, look at that twenty four thirty six on this video. You know, he'll move away from the mic, and his voice is still going out.
1: Yeah, I guess um, they're not professional lip syncers. But I
0: don't, I don't begrudge. You know, like I said, I I caved and I got a ticket and I'm going. But
1: and I'm sure you're going to have an awesome. I'll have time. a good
0: time. I'll make sure I have a good time. Sure, look
1: like all the people at that concert were sure. having a well, good time I mean, up in Vancouver. It's an impressive stage show. How
0: could you not yeah. have fun with that? But uh, and it's a bunch of songs that I like. It's a bunch of kick ass Kiss songs. But know? uh. Yeah. So it's like it's really what you make it, but I'm not going to shit on anybody who says this is too much and I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, that's – I don't blame you at all. You have a right mm-hmm. to your opinion. Other podcasts will tell you you don't have a right to an opinion, but we will not do that. We, ask, completely. For, yeah, we
1: ask for your opinions. You know? Tell us what you think. When this gets yeah. posted on the Facebook, You know, get on there and make your comments. Tell us what you think. Yeah, tell us if we're wrong. That's not, I promise I won't ban you. Conversation with a K. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kiss doesn't make me feel like I'm 12,
0: but, you know, I still respect him.
1: Well, maybe the night we go see him, yeah, we'll see. make you feel like you're 12.
0: Yeah.
1: One thing I know we're not going to be seeing is uh, any special appearances by Ace Fraley that night, right? I'd say that's pretty... Certain now yeah, after man. what happened this week, Hell, yeah, I was kind of hoping that maybe you know at least you could have Ace opening for kids. I don't
0: really need to read the statement on this. I mean, I think everybody listening's heard it by now, right? Or, do you I want don't know. Me to, want yeah, me to yeah, go ahead. And, yeah, let's let's be thorough with it. All right, you got to fill time while I pull this up. Um, Ace really rules. <laughs> Well, I have a few things to say about this statement, and they're not all complimentary of Ace.
1: Take it easy oh, on him, man. Don't you know Kiss tried to have him killed in the 70s? Oh, God. That's some traumatic stuff. I have a correction on that. <laughs> Somebody got their timeline out of order on that. That's why I saw that. I was like, no, that's It was problem. a
0: different decade they tried to kill
1: him. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that it must have been closer to uh, the time that Ace really cost them millions of dollars, No, later guess.
0: Yeah? All right, well, I'll get to that. Okay. So on January <laughs> Murder tw-
1: and Intrigue on the Decibel Geek podcast.
0: <laughs> on January 29th, Ace's official Facebook posted this. It says my reaction to Gene's post today. And this was off of a uh, Guitar World interview that came out. Yeah. And Gene essentially said, you know, these that,
1: guys can't cut it.
0: Yeah, J- Peter and Ace had 3 chances. They blew them all. Got fired. Got fired. They'll never be back in the band again. Will they can they, are they welcome to come up and do a song or two here and there, sure, but as far as getting back in the band, not a fucking chance. Yeah. So they kind of like Gene pretty much completely squashed any opportunity
1: of Ace coming back. But again, we talked about that. Why would Ace want to go stand (laughs) next to Tommy Thayer on stage? Right. Or next to any member of KISS when he's a mere mortal now. He's not the spaceman, he's Ace Fraley. Right. So it says Gene, your memory is really incorrect,
0: exclamation point. I was never fired from kiss curly when i get loud that's the caps all right i quit twice not three times of my own free will because you and paul are control freaks untrustworthy and were too difficult to work with your slanderous remarks about my bad habits over the years has cost me millions of dollars and now that i'm over 12 years so- sober you're still saying i can't be trusted to play a whole night show well that's exactly what i've been doing for the last 12 years with different configurations of the ace Frehley band to you and paul's dismay I'm also the most successful solo artist to come out of the original KISS lineup and proud of it. You and Paul have tried to derail my solo career multiple times over the years unsuccessfully. I've tried to be nice and friendly by inviting you and Paul to perform on my past albums for E1 Music. Give each of you guys one of my prized Gibson Les Paul 59 models, but today's comments have made me realize you're just an asshole and a sex addict who's being sued by multiple women and you're just trying to sweep it all under the
1: carpet. I mean, that's a lot. Should we break it down? What's the first thing?
0: Okay, I quit Kiss twice, not three times on my own, free will because your control freaks untrustworthy. That's which true, right? He yeah, did, he, he, he wasn't was never he, he quit. was never been fired from Kiss because we've heard that story where yeah. they were practically begging him, please, yeah. Ace, don't and I've do had this. A- Problem with Gene and Paul saying this shit for years. For it's a like long time, they were misrepresenting said that. what went down. Yeah. He left in 82 and fucked you over on your record deal. Right. Yeah, You P- want to say Peter, you fired him? Peter
1: Chris him. got fired, so it's yes. always easy to just lump it in and say, yep. yeah, we fired Ace and Peter. Completely different circumstances. Yep. They did not want Ace to leave the band. No.
0: And then um, your slanderous remarks about my bad habits over the years has cost me millions of dollars, and I'm over 12, 12 years sober. And that's well, another thing that I give the blame to Paul and Gene yeah. for. The guy's been sober for a long time. Quit, a long time. R- quit bringing
1: up his fuck ups from the past. It's, right. It's, it's bullshit. But, it's, but you got to go back to how many years has this been going on since the '80s? Yes. You know, and they've always talked about that. And but Ace brought a lot of that on himself oh, too. Oh, I know. Because he was a maniac, you know, and he did party way too but hard back was then. Was is the key word? And it is was because we're talking twelve years sober. Right. You know, he's had it together for a long time. But, you know, when they got back together for the reunion and all that back in the 90s. He did blow it again. Ace... Did blow it at that time, yeah. you know. But it's always been, you know, what is it? So was, I guess could was it of... was it Gene and Paul driving him to drink, or was it him drinking and just driving those two crazy, or yeah. is probably somewhere I in the know, middle? I'm guessing hooking
0: up with Wendy Moore and getting hooked on heroin. That was a I big mean, moment.
1: yeah, that'll fuck things up for you. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's, he looked like he was about near death on the uh, farewell tour.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So then, so that's kind of one where both sides get the blame,
1: right? Because I can understand how Gene and Paul would still feel the sting of that. You know, we gave you guys another chance. You blew it again, yeah. you know? So that's one of those,
0: yeah, that's where they could say, well,
1: you but know... But then it's easy because you're, at We're that not point, untrustworthy you are, you right, know? Right, yeah. See, that's at a different point then where at the first time they're begging him to stay. They don't want him to leave the band. Right. They get back with the reunion and he starts fucking up real bad mm-hmm. and then it becomes, well, they, they've got the upper ground on this argument oh, totally. now because now... They've got the power. We're getting paid this much. You guys are here with us out of the goodness of our heart. We didn't have to bring you guys back. You know, we could have whatever, you know. yeah. And so they've got the upper hand at that point. So then it's easy for them to say, all right, enough's enough. You know, you, this is no fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So then
0: um – I'm also the most successful solo artist. Come out of the original Kiss lineup and proud of it. That's true.
1: You that, can't argue. Yeah, Nobody can't can argue, argue that. Yeah, Gene Simmons has not done anything solo, or no. Paul Stanley, I mean, or Peter Criss. Paul's album it's didn't do up.
0: anything. His tour did okay, but not, no better than Ace. No, um,
1: Ace has been releasing good stuff yeah. consistently for the past he's many years now
0: yeah he's certainly more prolific than those guys i love it you and paul have tried to derail my solo career multiple times over the years unsuccessfully i'm not sure where that's coming from
1: probably from the same old talk the comments, of, you know I guess. yeah yeah
0: you know yeah maybe promoters are like i don't want to work with you because right, yeah, if you say. get the
1: reputation yeah. of you know oh yeah you know but then again you always hear the stories even mike tramp that time you know told me they'd be on tour Oh, you were out with ace what what's he doing what's he like you know how is he playing how how what are the shows like you know and and wanting to know, you know, keeping up as if Ace Frehley's competition for him. But if that's the case, it's only competition you've created yourself out of spite, you know. And this is talking about, like, back in, like, Frehley's Comet days. You've created that out of spite because of you saying Ace Frehley's a fuck-up, he's a drunk, he's a druggie, you know, we kicked him out of the band, all this and that. Now you've created this narrative that you kind of got to keep up now. Right. You know, and so Ace is out there with Frehley's Comet. Yeah, he is still partying and messing up. Uh. And so... Again, that's partially a little bit yeah. of both, you know, when Ace Fraley's out on tour and you hear the stories about him dumping out old duels and filling it up mm-hmm. with beer, you know, so he can act yeah, like he's you know drinking non alcoholic you know beer. Too. You know, that's Nobody could make that up. That's partially Ace yeah. Fraley, you know, living up to right. the reputation that Gene and Paul are trying their best to perpetuate for right. him. So then he but goes- living up to it.
0: Then he says, "I've tried to be nice and friendly by inviting by inviting you and Paul to perform on my past albums, which is cool." Yeah, you know? but I mean, you could. But you could look at that the other way and say Gene and Paul did him a favor by, by right. appearing on their, on those albums.
1: But it is cool of Ace to say, despite all the years of bullshit, yeah. I'd still love to get back together with you guys. And you know what? At the time, everybody was great. Oh, sure. You know, when it comes down to these guys and just music, if yeah. you could like put them together on the stage, they didn't have to see each other, any of them, beforehand mm-hmm. – you know, and then they're up on stage, and then somebody grabs Ace and gets them the hell out of there yeah. before Gene can talk to him, before Paul can give him one of the three signs. I better not see you after the show. It's <laughs> a deep pull. Don't step inside my aura. Listen
0: to our uh, <laughs> Tom Harper interview if you don't get that. Way, way,
1: way, way back, back in the archives. I can't even get. And find- we've heard some great kiss yeah. stories over the years on this show. <clears throat> yes, we have. Okay.
0: Um, the comments today made me realize you're just an asshole and a sex addict being sued by multiple women. I don't know if that's, I mean, he is being sued by a couple of women, I think. Is he? Yeah. There was like the girl from Fox News that he apparently groped. Yeah. Like he's been banned for life from being on Fox News now.
1: That's right. I remember that. Of course.
0: And then he goes, the icing on the cake was when you groped my wife and propositioned her in Los Angeles at the Capitol Records building behind my back.
1: See this, I was thinking about this in the timeline of it. So that would have been right before they left for Australia, right? I think think so
0: it was the fir- it was the very first vault experience okay so and, yeah and, i mean and that, a few and months that of basically
1: that. led to the australian thing i think so uh, so because i was wondering like if if some dude gropes my wife yeah i'm not going across gonna, the globe she's gonna come him. right to me right then and there and say hey this asshole just grabbed me but then i was thinking if like say it was me and some dude and me and this guy are gonna, you know, go on this business venture together, and we know it's gonna be big money. Mm-hmm. And I've got more redecorating to do back at the house. Right. Maybe I don't say nothing right now because I don't want to fuck that up. Right. You know, let Ace go with Gene. I don't. If I say something right yeah, now, yeah, she about didn't this, tell him for
0: several weeks. According yeah, to so race.
1: I guess wait until he comes back, and then uh, I don't know. And then Ace be like, "Can you believe this shit? Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you." This happened way back, and he'd be like, "Why didn't you fucking say something right then and there?" And he says, "I got to knock his ass out right there in Capitol Records."
0: But then he says, "She was planning on pursuing a suit against you, but I told her to
1: call it off." I mean, I guess they'd probably the cops would say the same thing. Why didn't you report it right away?
0: All right, well let's let's go through the last couple. Yeah,
1: times. that's some weird stuff. I don't even know well, what. say. I, I guess you have to.
0: I have thoughts on all this, but um, he says, "Well, now the gloves are off after your terrible comments today, and I'm thinking this really may be the end of the road tour for you guys." Well, it is.
1: Yeah, With, that's well I think you forgot
0: to put "tour" in there, but uh, without a complete and heartfelt apology and offer to give me my old job back. <laughs> And removing Tommy from the throne that I created. I love that. The shit will hit the fan and there'll be no stopping it. It's on. Oh, boy.
1: That's, yeah. Um, the la- I'm all with it. You know, I, I don't understand the, the stuff with, with Rachel and Gene and all that. Because I wasn't there. I have no idea. I can't say nothing about that. The rest of the stuff, there's truth in a lot of that. But that last statement is just, it's kind of funny to me. You know? so it's so more than funny. It's like a threat. It's fucking extortion. But, it, but it's, it's <laughs> what a, it is. It's a, yeah, it's a threat of of like I'm gonna do. <clears throat> I'm gonna what's what's the threat though? You know if if you don't what?
0: Yeah, like it's on if means you, what? If what are you, you gonna do?
1: If you don't apologize, <clears throat> you gotta, you got to tell them what's gonna happen. Well, I'm gonna kick your ass mm-hmm. if you don't apologize to me publicly. Fire Tommy and hire me and put me back in the band immediately. I'm going to what? Take I mean, my gloves off?
0: I guess he's trying to make it out like he's got more damaging stuff he's gonna release. I
1: don't know. Huh. Here's here's my Ace Fraley writes <clears throat> the Gene Simmons unauthorized biography. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with shitty stories about Gene. Isn't Gene's biography written that way? Sorry. Um To an extent, I'm yeah. sure.
0: Um, but no here's my here's my and this isn't even a conspiracy it's conspir- conspiratorial thing. Here's what I think.
1: Conspiracy
0: with a K. With a K. Um, I think if Rachel had not been in the picture I don't think Ace would give a rat's ass about playing with Kiss ever again I really don't.
1: Is it one of those things where you're just listening to your woman tell you over and over again? That should be you. Yep. You were the one that built that throne. You're the spaceman. I don't understand why, you know. Yep. Yeah. And I think that. you listen to your woman do that to you long enough, you're like, fine, I'll go beat his ass, you know, if that's what it's going to
0: take. That's what I think is going on. Yeah. And I think with Gene doing that Guitar World interview saying they'll never be in the band again and the tour starting and they know it's the last tour, Rachel sees that window closing going, oh, my God. He's not going to get that money. Yeah. And I'm that this is pure speculation on my part. Any legal minds that are wanting to give me shit for this, I don't
1: know, anybody but that's that, what I think is going on. Anybody that's married is can kind of relate to that because your wife's job is to make sure that you make as much money as you possibly can, you of know? Course. She's going to try to help you bring home the bacon, you know? And that's mm. a woman always kind of when you're married, they almost a lot of times work as your manager, mm. but it's at home. You come home and you listen to it. But I feel like
0: If she wasn't around, Ace wouldn't really give a shit about ever playing in Kiss Again. I think he's fine playing the shows he plays, playing in the band he plays in. But, I don't think you know, he cares that, but I think she's convinced him that where he's he, she's built him up in his head where he's like, all right, I've
1: now he thinks the same way. But she's not the only one. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of people that probably send him messages or shows he plays or meet and greets he does yeah. where everybody's coming to him going, I wish you were in Kiss. You should be on this show. I know. One fuck of, them, one of or... is named Aaron Camaro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't go to Ace and be like, yeah, I think this is bullshit. That, I, know, I mean, I know. but there's joking. a lot of people that are. Oh you sure, know? and they go to him because he's. The man you know mm. he's ace freaking freely he did build that throne that tommy thayer sitting no in, i don't you know? dispute
0: that but, so, but releasing but a statement like yeah, this is sta- not gonna do It's kind of
1: silly you know so
0: i mean it's just this is not gonna end well for him yeah
1: no it's not like those you guys are gonna just, be like
0: we've seen oh, the error of shit. our ways
1: come back in the band ace. Gene, come on, gene did you see what ace wrote what do you write? well i mean the gloves are oh shit uh well um well uh who who's gonna tell tommy yeah, that's probably not going to go down like Get that. You know, to they're it. going to look at that and be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Do you think
0: we'll see, like, licensed kiss gloves come out because of this?
1: <laughs> you know,
0: never miss an opportunity. Kiss the gloves.
1: Uh, take them, take off. them off. Put yeah. them on. Take them off.
0: You can play Take It Off from Revenge on the commercial. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. So I should really work for these guys. <laughs> Listen to me.
1: Take it off. Yeah. Put him on. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that it's it's a clusterfuck. That's insanity, man. <laughs> it's it's so just stupid. yeah. So, you know, there's no no chance that, you know I don't think KISS would have had Ace Frehley Band open for him anyway, because you know what? I think the Ace Frehley Band's too fucking good. You know, KISS has never been known for a long time, and they learned the lesson from Priest, and they learned the lessons from Maiden. You know, you take a good band out with you on tour, there's a good chance the fans are going to be like, oh, wow, those guys were awesome. That explains explains the Painter. (laughs) Right, yeah, you know, or Econoline Crush, or, you know, Caroline Spine, Spine, all them bands over the years that never is nearly as good as kiss yeah. or, or even had a chance of everybody walking away from that show going kiss was pretty good but man econoline crush holy shit you yeah. know with ace fraley band you know they're out there and they're doing what they're doing they're playing all these awesome classic ace tunes from kiss yeah. Which would be a perfect situation, really, you know, if you that's think about it. Doesn't it doesn't
0: have to be a competition.
1: like, just But but with Kiss and Ace, but it always, always, always has is. been a competition oh, between the two. And that's a sad and thing. And what Ace is saying in his letter is 100% true. I don't know where it started, why it started. If it was a grudge because Ace costing them so much money. If it's just, you know, people saying to Gene and Paul oh, oh, so many times through the 80s. Two questions. When are you putting the makeup back on, yeah. why don't you have Ace and Peter back in the I band? Yeah and then maybe what's the new album yeah, like you know totally. it's it's always in that order you know, know. it's you're, the important stuff is not the things yeah. people are asking I first you can't over help the, the years so when you're being asked that many right questions like you that. know and that's Man. the thing that you got to kind of remember too these people are out doing interviews and they're getting asked questions and it's not like they're getting interviewed by decibel geek because they're getting asked the same fucking questions right. over and over again you know and nowadays it's oh kiss is at the end of the road this is the final time we're going to see him why isn't ace and peter in the band right. number one off the top top every time you know you got to figure mm. it's at least right up there unless people are working it in mm. but they're asked that constantly oh sure and i'm sure it gets on your nerves it's in like, the like 80s. rachel boland getting interviewed The you know the, the right the yeah, yeah. what are you guys kinda, getting back together with Sebastian yeah. bach god damn it you know well we're even never we're, we're even guilty of doing it yeah totally
0: i was creative about it though yeah, yeah you were i was like <laughs> see i was like oh that's a good picture of you guys in the back any chance we'll ever see those guys in the same room Right. I mean, I still no, love that Rachel. was slick. I still love Rachel's reaction. Is it padded? <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, and the same thing with Kiss, you know, and Ace Fraley, the same thing over the years. Anytime Ace Fraley has been interviewed from 1981 on, when are you getting back into Kiss? Yeah. Why aren't you in Kiss? The other two guys since 1981 on, where's Ace? Where's Ace? Where's Ace? Why ain't Ace in the band? Ace in the band, yeah. you know? They're, they've heard this shit over the years and it breeds a competition, sure. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, but there's no way it's happening now,
1: and it's a shame because really that's the perfect situation. You have Ace out there playing the songs that Kiss ain't going to play. Two Thousand Man, Rocket Ride, Shock Me. You know, mm-hmm. songs that Ace are Ace signature songs, and then you get all them, and then you get Kiss. Right. So if you want some, you get happiness you get for much all the more fans. Of the discography. Exactly. Much more happy fans. Twice as many Kiss songs in one night. The the people that want the deeper tracks are going to get That's that wanted. Ace, with, Ace, with the Ace Frehley I wanted band.
0: Ace's band, Bruce's band, and Kiss. Perfect. You would have covered all eras of the band. Perfect. But
1: a we're not going to get that. Oh, I know. They're not even going to let Bruce do that, I don't think. Are I think,
0: they? I, I, can, I think probably when they play L.A., Bruce will probably get up on stage with them. I mean, I'm sure that'll happen at some
1: point. I just hate that for other people that aren't Kiss. You know, you you look at people like, I always look back, you know, and it was funny at the time, the picture, the famous picture of Tupac and Kiss. Yeah. You know, and Kiss are these big, giant things. And Tupac's this little dude. Right. You know, and so, like I've said a million times, nobody looks especially cool standing next to Kiss. I mean, you're cool because you're there with Kiss, but you're not as cool as Kiss. Right. So even Bruce standing next to Kiss, it's kind of like, bummer you know
0: no i hope it that happens.
1: midget is an awesome guitar player
0: i'm not gonna think it doesn't look cool i'm just i just hope it happens i'd like to see it it I, should and if it does they should play tears are falling and let him play that extended solo hell yeah because i think that's i like a lot of bruce's solos but that's kind of his quintessential solo for the band and that song was kind of a hit so yeah you know, i mean i think not? it would go over well too yeah but it'd probably be hide your heart because that's already in the set list
1: right but that's I a seen Bruce post a cool thing where he's playing the solo to Hide Your Heart. Oh, is he? And yeah, in tribute to that being oh, played well on the show.
0: That tells me even more that he'll probably end up
1: yeah. popping up on stage. Well I hope so. Yeah. You know, he has his place. But I think he'll be the only one. I don't
0: think Peter will show up either.
1: I just wish like we talked about on Torpedo Dudes where like, you know, they could do like the super share wardrobe changes and yeah. do different eras and the well, stage it change been amazing. and you know, different members come out for different things. That way, you know, Bruce can come out, and they're all wearing, like, leopard print and zebra stripes and shit for, for like, you know, a, yeah, a portion of the show.
0: Yeah, let's an asylum look back. We don't need to see Gene looking like fucking B. Arthur.
1: <laughs> but, you know, at any rate, Ace is doing great. Kiss is doing great. Yeah. Are there that's... any other members of Kiss that are doing great? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bruce is still doing great? Oh, uh, well, I gather... There's somebody. Pete's else. okay, I guess. Nope. I haven't heard a lot of news
0: out of Peter Chris lately. No, he's enjoying retirement, from as far as I can tell. Um, no,
1: there's uh, but there's oh, wait, there's one more, isn't there? Well, there's one more member of Kiss. Who was who that, that guy? Oh man, he Eric was, Carr. Of course, Eric Carr. You know, we'll he's never, there, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll never forget Eric Carr. But no, there was a dude that used to be in Kiss. Mark Saint John. Mark Saint John, man, he was an awesome guitar player. Man, rest in peace, Mark Saint John. No, this was a guy. Mm, his name escapes me. I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think like he was on. I think he played some songs on Creatures of the Night and played some stuff on Lick It Up. Rick Derringer. Oh, uh, no, not Rick Derringer. <laughs> but I, I can understand why you'd think of him because he's pretty awesome too. That guy's a real American. Um, <laughs> oh, the the dude that that they got after Ace Frehley quit. Um, Nick Fury. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh. Vinny Vincent. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he supposed to play a show here in Nashville coming up? I heard something about that. Yeah? yeah. You heard a all little right. something about we'll that? will stop playing coy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vinnie Vincent's in the news, huh? Yeah. For all the wrong For all reasons, the wrong right? Reasons. Of course. That's um, the only time he's in the news. Now. Yeah, so I think the last time,
0: well, on Torpedo dudes are you if if you go on Patreon and as cheap as a buck, sign up to get the dollar tier, uh Torpedo dudes is our Kiss podcast and right. we've shared a lot of behind the scenes information about this Vinny stuff.
1: You know what Torpedo dudes and the Chris and Aaron show on patreon.com remind me of? What's that? What we're doing right now. Yeah, I like mean, these new is, these new noise episodes are basically week. Big old versions of what we do on our for our Patreons for our VIPs. So get on over to Patreon.com, look up Decibel Geek, and add another KISS podcast to your listening rotations. All right, let me So where do we all begin? I mean, I don't even know anymore. We've talked so much about this on the Torpedo Dudes show we haven't really talked a lot so, about it on actual Decibel Geek, yeah. so where did we leave off with this crazy shit?
0: So Vinny, had, you know, obviously moved the shows from Memphis to Nashville, right. scheduled for February 8th and 9th,
1: and... Uh, the people that were in Memphis or were, were going to the Memphis show were upset because a lot of them lost money right. when that got canceled, yep. but then it got announced that it's going to be happening in Nashville, Right. and some of them were excited, and other ones were kind of leery, and people right. weren't sure if it was going to happen, and then... Let's see. There was the big announcement about uh, Tony Franklin and Carmen Apice. Yeah. Apice, I'd never know. I never know how I'll to Ryan say Apice. that Carmen Peace Guy's last name. The two brothers say their names different, I think. It's oh, weird. Really? I don't know. Yeah, they do. That's but, weird. uh,. You know, so that was exciting, so that makes you think something's going to happen. And then Robert Fleischman was involved, and then he wasn't involved. And then there was a different singer involved, Jim Crean, and then Mm -hmm. he's out before he's even really in. And Vinny didn't approve of him, apparently. Vinny didn't approve of the singer that was announced to play for the band.
0: Right around that time, um, the website that sold tickets, the link for ticket sales didn't work anymore. Uh Oh. So you couldn't even buy tickets to it. Yeah. And then there's all this confusion and you can't buy tickets and people are like, oh, boy, here we go again. And then um, on the, the Vinnie Vincent Live website, which let me pull that up real fast, everything got taken down and then like a questionnaire form popped up and a statement. Okay. And this statement. Was, says Vinnie Vincent shows canceled. Mr. Vincent has sent a notification letter to the promoter that he will not be performing the concert scheduled for February 8th and 9th in Nashville. While we cannot discuss the terms of the contract to a, to a confidentiality clause within the contract, we are shocked at this development. Well, you're the one and it is unfortunately beyond our control. The matter has been turned over to our attorney, as they say, it's now in the hands of the lawyers, and we will update you as we can. Please check back regularly, as the site will be up the only source for official updates. In the meantime, every ticket and meet-and-greet order will be automatically refunded in full, and you will receive a confirmation email of your refund before Who? or by February 10th. Who's saying this? Well, it's put out like an official statement, and they mention the promoter, but I'm pretty sure Derek Christopher, the promoter, put this up there. Okay. So that comes out, basically Derek's saying, you know, vinnie backed out of the shows and we're shocked by it and now it's in the lawyer's hands
1: so does that mean that Derek christopher is is got like you know legal action against vinnie vincent for this well that's the way it looks because that's what's confusing it says we and it talks about the promoter mm. then it talks about Vinny vincent <coughs> but it never really says who we are right so who's we i think we is Derek. It's my guess. So it's like this imaginary third person that's saying, don't worry, we'll get these scumbags. And then it's like, well, Mm. we're really writing this about ourselves? That's what I think. I'm confused.
0: So then more, well, it gets even worse. And then, so then people are like, oh my God, you know, so like most people with a brain in their head are like, well, here we go again, Yeah, more of this from Vinny. And, you know, look, I'll, I will happily put blame on Derek for a good portion of this because he's pretty awful promoter and he's he's misled people and he owes people a lot of money and a lot of things.
1: Well, let me say this real quick, you know, when you say people with the brain in their head, that's not to say, you know, people are stupid because they're fans of Vinnie Vincent. You know, your heart loves what what it loves. You know hey, if, I get that. if somebody's a huge fan of something and they want it so freaking bad that they've been willing to put themselves through this even though there's a good chance of it going sideways on them that they still went through with all of it because they wanted it so bad. You know, it's easy to say, well, that's dumb, you know. Well, But, no, but it's, from the other side of that is, you know, man, that sucks. That sucks for you because you were the most hardcore, most dedicated Vinnie Vincent fan, and here you are getting shit on again, you know. and I don't want to necessarily go out and say these people are dumb or this I'm not stupid. saying they're dumb, but at this point... And there
0: are several of his fans that I've seen online that are still. And, like, I'll read the his attorney, Vinny's attorney, put a statement out last night. Which one? Yeah, the one he has
1: now. Okay. Um, Is this a different one than the classic era yeah, of Vinny yeah. Vincent? Different lawyer. Okay. Um, That's funny when you talk about, like, classic right. eras of Vinny Vincent so, lawyers.
0: <laughs> but we should get the other side of this. So, okay. This came out last night. Oh, it says for immediate release. I represent Vinny Vincent on or about. January 28th, Mr. Ipachian, I'm just going to say Derek Christopher because that's his real last name. Okay. The promoter of the Nashville shows issued a statement regarding Vinny and the cancellation of the show, scheduled for February 8th and 9th. His statement fails to fully disclose the facts surrounding the cancellation, mischaracterizes the circumstances leading to such cancellation, and is libelous to Mr. Vincent and his brand name. Two weeks ago, we notified Mr. Christopher that his failure to make the final agreed-upon contractual payment to Vinny was a breach of the performance agreement for the Nashville shows. The promoter's failure to pay the full amount of the contractual payment in a timely manner was fully within the promoter's control, and there was no valid justification for Derek to make the payment at a later date that came and went. Derek then informed us he would not make the payment as he did not believe Vinny would appear at the performances. I can get that. There was, no, was it, there was no basis for this belief, and his actions were a default in the contract. Hmm. Vinny was always willing to perform the subject shows and was looking forward to it with great excitement. In fact, it was agreed by all that he would perform a full shred show. If a suitable singer subject to Vinny's approval could not be found. We left the door open for the promoter to remedy the payment situation and move ahead. Instead, he chose to suddenly suspend ticket sales and can- cancel the show voluntarily. Vinny is disappointed for the fans as they mean everything to him. He is also excited about the future, performing a show the fans deserve, and we are committed to finding the right promoter to bring him to the fans again. In the meantime, Vinny will fight to preserve his standing with his loyal fans around the world. Wow. So it's a wow. it's a total he said, she said yeah. thing, I think. Um, and
1: again, we're just reporting the news here. You know, yeah. Our opinions are just that. But, man, that seems like a total catch-22. So put yourself in the shoes of Derek Christopher, you know, and he's got to put this money down. That's him putting a gamble mm-hmm. on the fact that's the way promoters work, right? You put all this time and all this money into a show or an event, and then it, if it pays off in the end and you make some money and hopefully that's the way it works. And that's a great event. Right. But it's a gamble every time. Right. That's why promoters all rip their hairs out all the time. And I wouldn't know. A lot, no, I'm, a, and, I'm know, a low caliber amateur. Pace, they pace a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, In my experience. But yeah, to be able to do that, say, ah, man, you know, I don't know a perfect example, but I don't know, maybe like you're about to go buy a whole shitload of pipe and drape and pay some armed security guards, but then mm. you get that feeling right then and there, like, oh, man, you know, if I spend this money, I don't mm. get it back. Yeah. And if, you know, said person doesn't come through on their end, yep. this money's gone. I now, know. This sounds very familiar. Man, I, I know. It rings a bell totally, like we lived it or something. Yeah, but kind of did. It, you know better than anybody yeah. how difficult that is, you know, man, so look, you can't really fault them for that. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to put down a shit ton of money and rely on Vinny Vincent. Uh-uh. No way. You know, not after what we've seen so far. But then on the other hand of that is, are these guys in bed together all along? Was this all just a big mm, scheme? No, I don't think that.
0: And, like, I'm, I don't like to critique Derek as a promoter because I'm also in the same – line but I will just from a from an out, outsider's perspective this is the only thing I'm going to take up for Vinny on there was like no promotion being done at all for this thing Zero. like there was just it it just was silent right and there was no there wasn't a lot of goodwill effort to keep the people that had bought tickets happy it was just a lot of Silence on no, not returning
1: emails to people. I've seen some of our friends that are huge fans of yeah. Vinnie Vincent and were in on this since they announced the shows yeah. for Memphis. And they got screwed royally. And wanting to know, you know, well, at least, please, at least tell us what's going on. Right. You know, everything's up in limbo. And I don't know if I should get my hotel. I don't, right. you know, this, we just went through this with Memphis. Please, you know, just tell yeah. us what's going and on. That is not on Vinny. And Vinnie. no response. And that's
0: not on Vinny. That's on Derek. Like, as a promoter, that's his job.
1: But what do you you say to people? Vinnie Vincent's crazy and I don't know what's going on? And that may be the
0: case behind the scenes, which, you know, I certainly dealt with that firsthand with, you know, the silence that comes from him where you don't really know how to relay information. But that's, I mean, that's the reason I broke ties when I did because it was just like, well, it's just too iffy.
1: Right. But
0: Good thing you didn't have a contract. Yeah, no (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that contract really worked out good in this case, didn't it? Hope everybody enjoyed the show. But no, I I give Derek blame on that, like because like if I was Vinny as the artist and seeing nothing being done, I probably would. But that's all supposing
1: that. Sure, that's a half half thing that you're again dealing too. with
0: an artist that is really plugged in on this.
1: Right, so you go to them and be like, okay, I'm about to spend the money on the posters and the advertisements wow. and this and that. You know, are you ready for this? Well, you know, I don't know. And know. I just... Like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, I need to know 100%. Are you in? Because if you're in, I'm yeah. throwing the money down. and We're going to go balls to the wall. Right. I don't know. the thing is
0: the, yeah. the mountain of history with this guy and promoters and backing out of things or finding loopholes to get out of things or... Lobbying deeper obligations on the promoter than they were initially told, asking for more money. Yeah. This is all, and those of you, some of you listening, that are just plain fans, and that's fine, and I get it. But you have to understand that there's a long history of this behavior, and it right. and it goes back way before Derek Christopher. Oh yeah, we're talking decades. And I, you know, I had to experience it firsthand before I believed it. Maybe that's the way some people just have to learn. They want to believe till the very last day. And I, and I'm sorry for the anyone with a brain brain in their head comment. I'm, I'm just, I'm pissed off because of just watching this guy take advantage of people. And I, yet maybe this is on Derek. It could be the case. But I'm sorry. But you have to look at the common denominator after enough of this. History
1: says. You a know. little bit of both, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I think they deserve each other. I, I think feel there's bad a lot because, of bad
1: on both sides. And that there. stinks, too, because there's a lot of really good promoters out there. Sure. But then you got guys like this that are making they bad names else for everybody bad. else. Yeah. Just like there's a lot of great musicians out there that want to meet their fans, that want to do shows, yeah. that would love for you to come see them play live. Yeah. And this gives them bad and names, too. And here's here,
0: my take, and this is just me playing Monday Morning Quarterback. Even if this is true, if you know Derek didn't come through with the pa- the final payment or whatever in time, if I'm Vinnie Vincent at this point with all the history behind me and all the rumors and all the stories, and this is supposed to be my big comeback show, the only way to satisfy your fan base and help garner continued business after this is to go ahead and do the show and deal with the legal part of it later. Yeah, Honestly, the people that believed enough in you to stick with you after this Memphis cancellation and go to Nashville – they deserved it at least and also for your reputation in the press be like you could even say the promoter screwed me but i went ahead and did this for my fans i'll take him to court later but i did my job this yeah. is but instead you went the other direction money wasn't there i'm gone hmm. and i it's i'm sorry but with your reputation at stake you just lost yourself a whole bunch more money right Going through with the show would have helped get your reputation a little bit more back on track.
1: And again, you know, I can't. I don't think it can be said enough. The people that are still there, the people that are still with him, are the last That's of a you dying left, breed. They're the last of a dying breed. There's not a lot of hardcore Vinnie Vincent fans no. left after this whole fiasco because. You've screwed them all over, you know? And And so now you've got the last handful of the greatest fans you'll ever have. And what are you doing to them? And and there's still
0: some people that are still like, oh, I'll be there for the next one. And like, well, more power to you. But in my opinion, at this point, if you lay down money for another ticket and it doesn't happen, it's not on him anymore. It's on you. I mean, I I just, at this point, you ought to know better than that. I mean, if you want to take that gamble, go ahead, but... Point the finger at yourself if, if it doesn't happen again. Again, this coming from a couple of guys. We were that the biggest supporters to, you could find. Yeah, he just give this guy a lot of love. It just sucks though because like I, you know, if if things had worked out better, not even from doing my event, I would have still been in his corner. Either way, but just it
1: just it's just, he, he's basically proven every detractor correct. There was like two months there where it looked like wow, you know, things are going to be different this time.
0: Yeah, and that, that's it's all just been a tailspin ever since. So, yeah, that's the, uh, I wonder if that's the end of the Vinnie Vincent comeback. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It will be another 20 years, the next generation of podcasters. Somebody will start up a podcast with Vinnie Vincent specials. Well, I wonder who's, (laughs) what promoter is going to take him on to do a show now? I mean, seriously, if you keep up with it and you look, if if you're a promoter and you even know who Vinnie Vincent is... Enough to say, oh, I'd be interested in that. You'd yeah, have, you to, have know to know enough to know the history and go, I'm not touching that yeah. with a 10-foot fluorescent pink pole. No way. <laughs> he's
0: going to have a hard time getting a promoter, I think. so.
1: It's too bad. It's too bad because there was a time when I imagined how great this comeback was going to be for Vinnie Vincent and mm. how, you know, he could actually pull it together. We talked about it. New music from Vinnie Vincent, how great is that going to be? Mm. You know, he talked about the greatest Kiss album that never came out. Where is that? Yeah, where's the box sets? We'll give you two box yeah, sets. Yeah, what happened to those? You guys out there missing mm, your box sets? Have you gotten two box sets I just, yet? I just think this guy likes to hype stuff
0: and then just never doesn't really care about delivering it. He just likes to it's get too people bad. excited, I
1: guess. Yeah, because if he delivered on half the shit that he yeah, hyped, it been cool. it'd be great. But now it's just, it's just a damn shame. The the Memphis shows and the Nashville shows, yeah. end of the road tour, Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> yeah, basically. I didn't think about it that way. There but you had you're it. Right. Two dates, end of the road. Hmm. Interesting. Nice to have you back there for a minute, buddy. Um, all right, so we moving on from that? Yeah, normally I'd say this would be a good time for a break, halftime, tell everybody about Facebook and Patreon and Decibel yeah. Geek TV on Facebook, but man, we're almost at the end already. Yeah, there'll be links to all that, but obviously, you know, with all the kiss talk,
0: um if you like all what you're hearing, you know, good casual kiss talk, real real opinions, no ass kissing, sign up for Patreon, get uh, torpedo dudes with your membership. Right.
1: And uh, you get KISS talk every week. It's fun. If you just don't have enough KISS podcasts in your life, you know, yeah. ours is a pretty good one. That's a good one. We're the best KISS podcast. Yes, we are. On Patreon.
0: So this kind of became a KISS new noise. Yeah. You want to just call it new noise KISS edition, I guess? I guess we could do that, yeah. Okay, yeah. What, uh, is there anything left to talk about
1: KISS-wise? Hmm. I think we've covered quite a bit. Yeah, pretty much. What's up, Peter Chris, Nobody's talking about you, man. Well, we love you. We miss you. Maybe soon. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There
0: might be something on the horizon.
1: Oh yeah, some big Peter Chris news coming up. Well, it's,
0: stay tuned for that, people. It's, and if you're a Patreon subscriber, you, oh, you know well, what I'm talking. Oh, yeah.
1: About. Yeah. If you're yeah, if you're a, a subscriber to uh, Torpedo Dudes, then you, you already know. I already know. Wow. But, uh, there you go. That's a plug.
0: But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting year for uh, for Kiss and its members. You know? Yeah. And members of the Kiss Army, like yes. you and me. Yeah. Gonna be fun. Well,
1: anything you want to finish up with? Just say, you know what? I love KISS. I've always loved KISS. They're my favorite band. Ace Fraley Rules. I'm glad to see everybody's out there getting some good attention. Missed all the other crazy stuff happening, like the undercurrent and all that weird shit. But on top of it all... I mean, Kiss is out there, they're on the morning news shows, they're Mm -hmm. playing these kick-ass concerts, you know, the tour's kicking off. Congratulations on a good start in Vancouver, Mm -hmm. you know, awesome to see all the the comments and the fans, the people that saw it and loved it. Mm -hmm. You know, Ace Fraley, like I said, is killing it right now with his band. Those guys are playing the deep cuts, I love that, you know, and it's the perfect band for Ace Fraley, especially for us as, as, as fans of the Spaceman, because they're bringing out the best in ace oh, sure. and these last shows and things that i've seen you know videos posted man is he killing it right now he really is you know so i'm super proud of him as well
0: yeah and uh for you guys go to the comment section of the facebook tell us what you think of our takes on this stuff tell us your take on kiss into the road tour are you gonna go are you not gonna go what do you think of the lip syncing would you rather probably sing in live what do you think of the Vinnie Vincent situation?
1: I want to hear from you guys. Yeah, I mean, that's some serious stuff. And, you know, you've been if you've been with us for a while, man, we've been right in the thick of it all along. You know, we kind of brought it on ourselves. But... <laughs> <laughs> i guess it wouldn't change a thing because it's been a real adventure with him yeah. and it, i guess this is the end so yeah. you know and if you haven't if saying you, goodbye to kiss saying goodbye to vinnie vincent yeah. and keep rocking ace yeah
0: and with vinnie if uh if you want to go back into the archives if you're a newer listener we've done i think six specials on vinnie and other ones side specials on him too so uh, a lot of stuff people that work with him over the years some interesting stories
1: you oh, know, and yeah. I don't want us to ever come across as, you know, Tommy and Eric haters because we didn't really talk about those two guys a lot, you mm-hmm. know, but they were kicking ass just as much as anybody else on at that Vancouver show. So they deserve props for what they're doing and helping keep Kiss alive. And one thing I'm really, really kind of looking forward to mm-hmm. is, you know, you hate to see the day when Kiss is gone. Right. But I'm really interested to see what the members of KISS do after KISS is gone. Or, what's yeah. Eric going to do? What's Tommy going to do? Are they going to start new bands? Are they going to do solo projects? What's Gene and Paul going to do? You know, Is Gene going to come out with a kick-ass rock album? Is Paul going to do some jazz? I mean, what's going to happen <laughs> with KISS Stanley. once? Jazz Stanley. <laughs> what's going to happen when KISS is gone? I'm excited for that. I want to see what these different members are going to do. Or will KISS
0: go and will there be a KISS 2.0?
1: Or is this all just bullshit and Kiss starts the next tour? Oh, <laughs> right, right. Do we say farewell? Nah, we're just kidding.
0: Uh, let's just hope Kiss Paul... Kiss lives forever. Yeah, hope Paul doesn't run into that guy at the car wash again who says, you know, you guys should do another tour.
1: Right, it's yeah. It's all car
0: wash guys' fault.
1: Yep, totally. All right. As always, we're still lucky to have Kiss. We are. As so part uh, of our lives. Let's do a... Kiss Playout song. What song you want to play by Kiss to finish the show? Oh man, I don't know. It's kinda of put me on the spot with that one. Um, pick a kiss song. Good lord. Um, I don't know. How
0: about this? It has to be a kiss song that Ace Fraley doesn't sing. Oh, it really man. put you on the spot.
1: Fits like a glove. <laughs> you wanna do that one? I don't know i just think it's funny like i just imagine gene doing that going awesome you know if i let me pre-record my vocals for fits like a glove all right well here's the... just just pull the vocals from the original track and isn't that his favorite song of all time it might be <laughs> i certainly like it. maybe i just always imagine that that's gene simmons well, favorite still, we song we haven't played that in forever it fits like a glove from lick it up oh with your favorite kiss guitarist
0: oh yeah that guy <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you next week <laughs>